welcome back to Understanding Childhood Cancer with Dr. Jeff. This is my podcast, which is mostly for parents of children with cancer or leukemia, but it's also for anyone else who's interested. And today I'm doing my fourth episode that's on immunotherapy in cancer. So I'm calling this Immunotherapy 4. Now, there is no Immunotherapy 3, but Immunotherapy 3 was that episode I did that was about CAR T-cells. You know, the one with the silly name about how I saw the future of rock and roll and all of that? Well, I guess I should call that Immunotherapy 3 in time. So this will be Immunotherapy 4. And Immunotherapy is, you know, using the body's immune system or modifying the body's immune system to kill cancer. So you do well to listen to Immunotherapy 1 and 2. You don't really need to listen to Immunotherapy 3, but I would recommend it because it's quite an interesting area. The other thing to say before I get started today is that this is about a form of immunotherapy that hasn't really got a place yet in paediatric oncology. It's setting the world on fire in adult medicine. It's been a big breakthrough in uh, melanoma in particular. But at the moment, we haven't quite got a role for this sort of treatment in children, but the trials are all getting started. So in a lot of ways, this is mostly just for interest, I suppose. But anyway, what today's episode is about is those exciting new drugs that you've probably seen in the newspaper that were reported, for instance, at the ASCO meeting this year, but have been reported elsewhere. And they're antibody drugs that have really shown a great improvement in the treatment of malignant melanoma in particular. So malignant melanoma, very bad cancer if it's spread everywhere. We've really had very little to offer in the way of treatment for a long time. Well, now there's this new class of drugs called checkpoint inhibitors that have been developed to treat melanoma. Now, by the way, there's another class of drugs called BRAF inhibitors that are suitable for about 50% of melanoma. I'm not talking about them today. No, today I'm talking about these new antibody drugs that are out there and that have really shown a great improvement in the treatment of melanoma. And mostly I just want to explain how they work. But in particular, I'm talking about a class of drugs called the anti-PD-1 antibodies. Anti-PD-1 antibodies. And so there's one that's called pembrolizumab, There's one that's called nivolumab. There's probably a few others, I'm not quite sure, because melanoma is predominantly something that's treated in the adult units. We do see it in paediatrics, but it's much, 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 much more common in the adult units. So today I want to explain how these drugs work, and let's all just hope that eventually these drugs find a place in paediatrics, but that remains to be seen. Okay, now if you go back to immunotherapy 1 and 2, you will have heard me talk about how we think that the body's immune system sometimes has a role in eliminating cancer. So remember, the immune system is a whole bunch of fancy white blood cells and antibodies and other things in the body, which spends a lot of its time fighting off infections. So if we get a virus or a bacteria, the immune system works to kill it off. But the immune system also does other things. For instance, it will eliminate foreign tissues put into our body. So if we do a kidney transplant from one person to another and they're not properly matched and they're not put on immune suppression, well, the body's immune system will eliminate it. Or if we do a skin graft from one person to another, 
without doing some sort of fancy immune suppression, the immune system will reject the skin graft. So the immune system does a whole lot of things like that, killing off viruses, killing off foreign tissues. And we think that the immune system has a role in eliminating tumours before they can really get started. So we think that the immune system is out there and from time to time a tumour develops and then the immune system gets in and kills it when it's still just a tiny, tiny, tiny thing before it can ever get really started. And there's a bit of evidence for this process happening. You can imagine it's a bit hard to prove that it's happening because you can't detect the tumours when they're just a few cells. But we do know that people with immune abnormalities, people who are born with abnormal immune systems, are sometimes more prone to get cancer than the rest of the population. So this sort of indicates that the immune system is important in preventing the development of cancer. So there you have it. We think the immune system is operating in the background all of the time and eradicating tumours when they're still just tiny, tiny clusters of cells before they can ever get started and even turn into any sort of a lump or any sort of leukaemia. That's what we think is happening. Okay, now let's look at the situation where a patient develops a tumour. So now they've got a lump, right? It might be several centimetres in size. Well, it doesn't matter what the immune system's normally doing. In this situation, we would have to say that the immune system has failed to eradicate this particular tumour, right? This particular tumour has escaped the immune system. We say it has escaped immune surveillance. And that's pretty obvious, right? If the immune system was working on that particular tumour, well, the tumour wouldn't have grown to that size. So there's obviously a problem. So how can this be the case? Well, one way this might be the case would be if the tumour cells just looked like normal cells to the immune system. Okay, for the immune system to recognise a cancer and to say, kill, kill, this should not be here, well, the tumour cells have to look sufficiently different to normal cells, right? The immune system is trained, don't kill normal cells. Well, if the tumour cells just look like normal cells, well, the immune system isn't going to kill it. So we rely on the immune system seeing something about the tumour that is different to normal cells. And remember how I talked about antigens in the past? You know, antigens are the targets of our antibodies, all right? So we have an antibody against the chickenpox antigen, and we have an antibody against the tetanus antigen, and we have an antibody against the influenza antigen. Well, if a tumour has an antigen on the surface of its cells, which is not present on normal cells, well, there's something the immune system can go after. That is something that the immune system can recognise and say, this is foreign, kill. That's what we call a tumour neoantigen, by the way. Neo means new in Greek, I think. Neoantigen. So tumours having a neoantigen are potential targets for our immune system. And if you listen to my second episode on immunotherapy, that was on anti-cancer antibodies, you'll hear all about this, how we can look to develop an antibody against a tumour antigen and then use the antibody to go and kill the tumour. 
Well, that's not what these new antibodies are all about in melanoma. That's one way that a tumour can escape the immune system, by looking normal, right? By looking too much like the remaining cells in the body that the immune system can't recognise it. Now, there's a second way that tumours can avoid the immune system. So tumours that do look foreign to the immune system can still escape the immune system if they can switch off the immune system. So when the immune system comes to get them, if the tumour can send out messages or chemicals or something that'll switch off the immune system, well, that will allow the tumour to grow. And we know that this happens sometimes. We know that the tumour can indeed look foreign, that the immune system should be able to deal with it, but the tumour does something to hide from the immune system, to tell the immune system to go away. You know, it's like if the cops come to arrest the burglars, but the burglars, I don't know, shoot the cops or put on disguises and tell the cops, no, they went that way, officer. You know, it's like that. So let me explain how it actually happens in some situations. Now, remember, by the way, that the immune system has to have a way not to go around attacking every cell in our body. The last thing we want is for our whole immune system to be attacking normal tissues in our body. That would be a problem, right? And there are diseases where this happens. Some of the types of arthritis, you know, they're called autoimmune diseases, where the immune system attacks the self. That's a bad thing. So the body has elaborate systems to adjust the immune system so that it doesn't get all revved up and angry at the normal cells. And the tumour can use this system to its advantage. So with the anti-PD-1 antibodies, that's what we're talking about. So here's the situation. T-cells are a particular type of white blood cell And those T-cells are important to killing cancer cells and virus-infected cells and other things. But in this situation, there are T-cells that could potentially kill the tumor cells. Now, on the surface of the T-cell is a chemical called PD-1. PD-1. Okay. Now, if the T-cell gets the right message onto its PD-1, that will switch off the T-cell. That'll make it go to sleep. It'll stop it getting activated to kill cancer. So we don't want the PD-1 signal to be given to the T-cell because that switches it off. Okay, now go to the tumour cells. Now the tumour cells have a chemical on them or surrounding them called PD-L1. Okay, PD-L1. Now, what happens is PDL1, that chemical, can attach to PD1 on the T cell and that switches off the T cell. So, this is how the cancer escapes the T cells. All these T cells are coming to get it, or they could get it, but when the T cells get near the tumor cells, the PDL1 from the tumor attaches to the PD1 on the T cells. And that switches off the T-cells. So that's how the tumour escapes the T-cells, by switching off the T-cells. Now, how do these new drugs work? Well, the new drugs are what we call anti-PD-1 
antibodies. And when we give these antibodies by a drip into the vein, the antibodies attach to the PD-1 on the T-cell, but they attach without triggering it, without turning off the T-cell. So the T-cells now can go to the tumour and the PDL one can no longer turn off the T-cell because the antibody's in the way. The PDL one can't get to the PD-1 because the anti-PD-1 is in the way. So now we rely on the T-cell to do what it's normally meant to do. We're relying on it to recognise that this melanoma is a cancer and we want the T-cell to kill it. And that melanoma can no longer switch off the T-cell because the PDL one can't get at the PD-1. It's as though we've put a Kevlar flak jacket on the T-cell to protect it from the melanoma signals and so the T-cell can just go in and kill the melanoma. So that's what it's all about. Giving anti-PD-1 antibodies ties up the PD-1 on the T-cells and then we rely on the T-cells to recognise that the cancer is undesirable and then for the T-cell to kill the cancer. And these anti-PD-1 antibodies have been amazing. Some of the results at that ASCO meeting in malignant melanoma were really good and very exciting and they're going to transform the treatment of melanoma, we hope. And there's another class of drugs, I think they're anti-CTLA-4 antibodies, working in a similar way. There's a drug called ipilimumab. But they're all in that sort of immunotherapy checkpoint blockade sort of area of cancer treatment. Now, where will these drugs end up in paediatrics? That's a good question, and I don't know the answer yet. I'm sure that the drug companies will be looking at conducting trials in paediatrics. But remember, what it's going to require is that the T-cells have a target. So just because T-cells can kill melanoma when they're protected from pdl one it doesn't mean they're going to be able to kill all the other cancers. Some cancers are going to present more tumour neoantigens than other cancers. And so it remains to be seen how antigenic are paediatric cancers in this situation. And there are all sorts of research units around the world that are looking at this, looking at any evidence in test tubes and other situations for whether these antibodies will help the immune system to kill paediatric types of cancers. And so it all remains to be seen, and eventually we're going to need to give these drugs to children with cancer and see if we get anywhere with them. But again, to summarise, remember I talked about other antibody therapies before in episode on immunotherapy 2? Well, they were antibodies that were against the tumour cells. So antibody against the tumour cells, and then the antibody would attach to the tumour and then bring in the immune system to kill it. Well, in this episode, I'm talking about a different type of antibody. This is an antibody that's actually binding to the T-cell. It's binding to the PD-1 chemical on the T-cell, and that's stopping the tumour cell from switching off the T-cell. And then the T-cell hopefully can find a reason to kill the tumour cell. And it's all been very encouraging so far in melanoma, and it's being studied in other adult cancers, and where it'll end up in paediatrics remains to be seen. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Understanding Childhood Cancer with Dr. Jeff. I hope this has made sense, but you can leave comments at the Facebook page if it hasn't, and get me to clarify things. In the meantime, hold on to that child, 
look after yourself, be nice to the nurses, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.